0: It is the end of 2022 and the beginning of the 2023 season. Welcome to TC Live as we kick off the summer down under. Less than three weeks until the first major of the season. Here's what's coming up on the big show. The inaugural United Cup. First up on the 2023 tennis calendar in Australia with some of the sports' biggest names and faces. Plus, top-ranked American Taylor Fritz leading the charge for Team USA as the red, white, and blue boasts the highest-ranked stars at the top of the hour. And a future NBA Hall of Famer has spent his holiday season playing our great sport. He's already gotten some tips from the legend, Martina Navratilova herself. Details on the way. <laughs> We've got day one of United Cup action from Sydney, Brisbane, and Perth beginning top of the hour. The United States, the only team to feature four players in the top 20. Taylor Fritz and Madison Keys are both in action. We've got two former world number three, Stefano Tsitsipas and Gregor Dimitrov meeting for the seventh time. And Belinda Bencic is back after leading Switzerland to the Billie Jean King Cup. With that... Come on into our studios back in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weisman, happy to be alongside Chanda Rubin and Prakash Amitraj. Happy holidays. It is the shortest off season in all of sports. You spend one week in the Maldives, and then you're back to playing tour tennis. How are we feeling? I'm feeling
1: good Steve. I had a longer off season. I tried to stretch it a little bit, but I am so happy to be back here with you guys. First day of this new season, can we call it that even though New season it, same year. It's and we're still in 2022, yeah. but I feel like I'm ready for 2023 and this is going to kick it off.
2: Look, it, was, it was a beautiful year of travel, and then at the end of it, I'm like, yeah, you know what, I want to not move, kind of sit in one place, but then after a couple of days, you just you, you start getting that itch, you need to get back to the studio with Steve and Chanda, talk about the new year, best way to kick it off, next few days, celebrate it together, right here.
0: It feels good, it feels good. December 28th, but it's a new season, the Australian Open, starting on January 15th, I mean, we're just... Three weeks away from that. What are you most looking forward to, Chanda, in the summer down under?
1: You know, I'm interested to see how Iga Swiatek starts the year. For me, earlier this year in Australia was where she really turned things on, got to the semifinals, really battled to find a way to play on this quicker surface, and her game has just elevated. She was the most dominant player uh, towards, you know, really all of 2022, got overtaken a little bit by Caroline Garcia then. So where does Iga Swiatek start? And I'm curious to see about Naomi Osaka. We have not had very many sightings of her on the tennis court. Uh, It's been a tough year or two for her, various reasons. So where will she be? Where will we see her first? How will her tennis be when we do see her out on court? That'll be interesting for me.
0: She's a two-time Australian Open champion. On the men's side, Prakash, we've got a guy looking for his 10th Australian Open title, and he is back in the country.
2: Look, I, I, look there's going to be some serious contenders there. We've got to see Carlos Alcaraz coming back healthy, youngest number one ever we've had on the tour. And I know we'll get to this, but I think our guy, Nick Kyrgios, he's got a good shot to make something special happen down under. But look, the biggest storyline has to be Novak, especially after the way he had to leave last year. You know, those feelings are still inside him as he sort of came back. Novak loves a little chip on his shoulder to help bolster him. A lot of the great athletes work this way. I cannot wait to see how hungry he comes out this year.
0: Yeah, seeing him in Adelaide, that'll be exciting. Of course, the Australian Open as well. But we've got a new season and a new event to kick it off. How about the United Cup? For the first time on the tours, the men and women teaming up for the same championship. 18 national teams competing across six groups Three Australian cities, the winners of the three city finals to be played on January 4th, advance to the final four in Sydney, January 6th to the 8th. Plus, the best performing team among the three city runners-up will join them. Each tie has four singles matches, followed by one mixed doubles match, $15 million in prize money, a max of 500 ranking points for the winners as well. Germany will be led by the return of Alexander Zverev. Let's listen to him inside the press room. Generally, I'm looking forward to this week. Obviously, I'm looking forward to number one being back on court, number one being back on a on a competitive match court. But number two is also uh, looking how this new event is gonna uh, gonna be because I think um, it's it's something that is very important not only for our sport but for the sports world in general to 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 have men and women compete uh, together.
2: Well, it's the first tournament tournament of the year, so um, it's always gonna be tricky, but it's. So nice that you know um, we're going to be able to kind of share the experience with our teammates and have them on, on the bench and support us a little bit because it's just different and I feel like it kind of breaks the routine a little bit.
0: Great to be a part of the first uh, edition of the United Cup, and uh, it's fun to bring along a young team with us and uh, hope we can uh, win a match or two. That's that's uh, that would be great. Casper can be leading Team Norway. Here is a look at the six countries of groups A and F playing in Perth. Greece, couple top ten players with Tsitsipas and Sakri. France, of course, Chanda, led by world number four, Caroline Garcia. Which teams stand out to you here?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, that Greece team, like you mentioned, with Tsitsipas and Maria Sakri, I mean, they have players who understand how to play in big match pressure situations. But we've got some solid players on the Belgian team, as well as Dimitrov um, for Bulgaria. Can he create? create some upsets and a little bit of noise. And of course, in that Group F with France, Croatia, Croatia and Argentina, you look at Caroline Garcia, of France, who was the hottest player at the end of the year? Can she pick back up where she left off? And she's got a couple of solid guys to kind of help her along. Borna Chorge for Croatia, along with Martic and Vekic, two uh, former top 20 WTA players. Can they kind of push their team along? And Argentina, that's a little bit of the wild card here with Podoroska, who's been a, a Grand Slam quarterfinalist, and uh, Francisco Surundalo, They're kind of the top players. Can they upset the France team that is so strong?
0: We shall see. Take a look. Look at the six countries of groups B and E playing in lovely Brisbane. Poland, also a couple top ten players. Iga fiance QB Herkacz, the Swiss, led by Belinda Bencic and Stan Bavrinka, who's a playing captain Perkash. Italy's got Verrettini, Musetti. Who do you like
2: most? I think the format is going to make this the most interesting. Overall, I like Italy and I like Switzerland. They seem to have the most full teams. But, look, there are some teams like... Poland, for example, Sviantek and Lynette, very strong on the women's side. You only really have Hurkacz on the men's side. But if Hurkacz wins his match and all of a sudden lights it up in the mix, it's okay that the number two player isn't that strong. So just because you're not as fully well-rounded a team, you can catch fire if you're that good, and that'll make it interesting. I think Kasparud has the same ability for Norway. But Italy, Switzerland, my two picks.
0: All right. I like that. Uh, looking forward to some of these mixed doubles pairings as well. In Sydney, it is Group C and D, in my opinion, the groups of death. Spain's got Rafa Nadal, Paula Bedosa, plus Pablo Carreño Busta, the U.S., Fritz, Tiafa, Pakula, Keys. I mean, they're absolutely stacked, Chanda. How do you think this shakes out?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, the U.S. goes into this as the, the favorite team, so to speak, the ones to beat. But in these team competition, all bets are off, especially when you can throw in a little mixed doubles into play, especially if things are tied up. I do think that for Germany, it'll be interesting to see where Zverev kind of comes out in his first match out. He's always been a big match player. He is going to be tough. Um, Petra Kvitova, she is so strong on hard courts. How much can she bring into play here? And of course, Spain with Nadal. We're all looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, we want to, I, I know Paula Bedosa is looking forward Absolutely. to some mixed doubles playing with Rafa as well. Uh, the U.S. is playing the Czech Republic over two days, so we'll see all those big Americans in action. Tonight, it's Taylor Fritz taking on Yuri Lehechka of the Czech Republic. Madison Keys against Marie Boskova. Then Jesse Pagula, Thursday night action against Petra Kavitova, the two-time Grand Slam champion. Jeff's highest-ranked American in the world right now. And how about Big Foe coming off a massive season against Tomas Mahat, Plus mixed doubles as well. But let's focus, Chanda, on Taylor Fritz coming off his best season yet. Won his first Masters event at Indian Wells, beat Roth in the final, got to the quarterfinals of Wimbledon, made his top 10 debut. What do you expect to see from him to follow that up?
1: Yeah, I expect big things from Taylor Fritz uh, in 2023. I mean, it seems like he hasn't stopped playing. I mean, he has been going into events and winning those in the off season, and really keeping up that form of winning. He is a confident player right now. He's using the big weapons The serve, has really become a power shot, his ability to hit from the ground. It has been really impressive to see the improvements in the Taylor Fritz game, and the confidence has been off the charts. And I think that is what is going to give him the big advantage in this matchup, this first Mm-hmm. meeting between these two. Fritz has got more weapons, and he believes in his game under pressure.
2: Uh, Chana, you hit it on the head with the confidence, and I think it's just magnifying that because, look, he's all of a sudden reached a height that he's never reached before. He played so well at Wimbledon. He won Indian Wells. Now, this is, this is an air that he's not used to breathing. Now, can you expand it even further and want to go even higher? You know, it's so easy to get satisfied here. And he had such a brilliant year. As you mentioned, Shanda, he went to those events in the offseason. I hope the guy's back is okay because he <laughs> pulled in a bunch of bags of cash there, winning all these events there. It's It's been a huge season. But can you still find that hunger? And I think that's what's been so special about the Rafas, the Novaks, the Federers. When, when you've won so much and you've already accomplished so much, life is so comfortable, can you still find that hunger? So I think a little opportunity there for Taylor to be able to do that, step it up this year.
0: Talk about Saudi Arabia. He beat Hurkacz, Nori, Medvedev a couple weeks ago to win that. A t- million dollars he won for that. and That's just some off-season cash. <laughs> that's just walking around money for Taylor Fritz these days. Uh, Madison Keys enters the year at number 11 in the world. Uh, tennis.com has done a great job. The 10 biggest questions entering 2023. One of those questions, Prakash, which WTA player is this season most critical for?
2: Ed McGrogan said it was Madison Keys. What do you think? Well, it's an interesting time for Madison. She's in her late 20s right now. That semifinal showing in Australia last year was the first time she made it to that stage of an event since 2018. So she had had a little bit of a dip for her standard, and it was a great year last year. She made the quarterfinals in Indian Wells, semifinals in Cincinnati, took out Iga Swiatek over there. Obviously, her best tennis coming on the hard court. So I think now's the time to really be able to crank it up and, and go after that first Grand Slam, which we all know she's capable of winning. But I think especially at this stage in her career, can't have another dip. Gotta build on that momentum.
1: I think for Madison Keyes, you know, she's been one of those players at the top of the game who's always been a contender um, at big tournaments. And sometimes that pressure and just dealing with that year in and year out can kind of get to you. I think Madison Keys is at the point where maybe she's ready to relax a little bit more. I think 2022 was a solid year for her. She had some really high points um, during the year. Her weapons, she was able to really lasso some of that power, find the serve again uh, as the year went on. And I think that's going to be big. So if she can start the year with a little bit of confidence from some of those results, I think she could be a really dangerous player, especially here on the
0: Australian Open Hardcore. court. Last so that power, it's like we're still in Fort Worth. Absolutely, we, we, we need our cowboy hats Absolutely. and our boots, Chanda. Right the hats and boots. I gotta say, you definitely thank lose. you very much. That was a good time. That was a good time. Uh, much more still to come. By the way, Chanda Rubin going to be on the call for the matches tonight with the great Jason Goodall as well. We're talking holiday updates from Chanda and Prakash Plus, coming off a spectacular rookie season, really a half season. Ben Shelton ventures out on literally the trip of a lifetime. We'll explain. T.C. Live rolls on after this. Shanda Prakash, Steve back on TC Live taking a look behind the scenes at Taylor Fritz opening up play for the U.S. at the United Cup against Yuri Lehechka. Fritz said it is always fun to start the season with a team competition. He won Indian Wells, Eastbourne, Tokyo last year, made his debut at the ATP Finals. How about Michael Russell? He was in contention for Coach of the Year on the ATP last year inside the top ten. Well, TC Live at the Australian Open begins Sunday, January 15th. 5 o'clock Eastern, it is a two-hour pregame show you cannot miss. Myself, Prakash, Hall of Famer Lindsey Davenport, John Wortham. we got all the highlights, interviews, and big-time stories. It, it, it is coming very quickly. Uh, we are just three days removed from Christmas, and I know both y'all had, had a very merry Christmas. Uh, Chanda, you got to spend it with some family. It looked like everybody got together and uh, decided to go velvet.
1: We did coordinate a little bit, Steve. I think it was Smooth the first. velvet. I usually don't post these pictures, but I think, I think that's why I posted this one. And I wanted you to like
0: it. I did like it.
2: I liked it on all <laughs> your platforms. Personal. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Getting a Weissman like on social it's media, big. that's a big deal. Chandra. You get all the likes. How, how beautiful do all you guys look? Thank I you. I mean, just magnificent smiles, dressed to the tees.
1: We enjoyed well, the holidays. Where was we this? We enjoyed it. We were at a restaurant Christmas Eve. Okay. So my sister and her family were there, too. So they had their pictures. And it it was nice. It was low-key,
0: but... Harper picked yeah. out her own outfit yeah. there? She did. Oh, lovely. She
1: absolutely did. <laughs>
0: Gorgeous. fashionista. That's uh, for... she
1: smiled. Yeah. She never <laughs> smiled.
0: She actually smiled on that one. precaution the royal family celebrating
2: Christmas at home, I believe. Yep, yeah, my, my beautiful mother, as she does, the hostess with the mostest. She put together this beautiful Christmas evening, had a ton of friends coming in and out. And um, it, was, it was beautiful. I must apologize to the audience, though. I, I have Jonah's Christmas sweater on, but the manner in which I'm holding him, he seems to be a little exposed. So, uh, just, you know, I apologize. I'm, in but I'm looking at the
1: photobomb, Prakash. Is, uh, is that Black Santa? Santa there? That, <laughs> that's our, that's our Black Santa. I'm loving that. It's
2: absolutely <laughs>
1: our, our stole Black the Santa. the picture almost. What yeah. I didn't
2: realize is he is perfectly in position for this picture. He, yeah. he is the <laughs> He's fourth speaking. person in this picture. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Black That's amazing. smiling on the side of our picture. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, by the way, your caption was lo- sending out love, light, positivity, power of believing in miracles. That's how we do, right? right? Come on What's your code? Still the cup, she is the top-ranked American in the world on either side. We rewind Jessica Bagula's 2022 and look ahead to next year.
1: To do in 60 seconds, but this is my 2020, <laughs> 2022 year highlight. Uh, okay.
2: Got to defend my
1: quarterfinal appearance in Australia, made semis in Miami, and then went on to the clay, made finals in Madrid for my first 1000.
2: And she strikes a blow
0: for Buffalo as Jessica Pegula finds her way to a WTA 1000 final. The quarterfinals of for the first time.
1: The finals of doubles there with Kogo for the first time of a Grand Slam. Got to still play Wimbledon. Um, made my best revolt there. Yeah. Did well at the Hardcore semis of Toronto. One Toronto doubles. Since I don't know, I think I made another quarterfinals for like a million times that's been like my ML. Yeah, U.S. Open, number one-ranked American, quarters there. A comprehensive performance from start to finish. Champion of Guadalajara, Jessica Pagula. Winning Guadalajara was the biggest win and trophy of my career so far. My goal the whole year was to Start winning more tournaments
0: to keep persisting throughout the year and finally at the end of the year was even more rewarding.
2: It was a good year. There was a lot of good
0: moments. (laughs) What a season. Right, quarterfinals for the one millionth time. And that's not a bad way to roll. Uh, quarterfinals, three of the four majors last year. Won her biggest title, as you mentioned, Guadalajara. Took out four Grand Slam champions on the way. Made the WTA finals in singles and doubles. Five doubles titles. Got to a career high number three. And that is where she enters 2023. At number three in the world, the top-ranked American in all the land, what does Jessie Pagula do for an encore tonight? Uh, I
1: mean, it, it's going to be fun to watch her build. I mean, where can you go except, you know, looking at Two and one. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at winning a major title, yeah. of course, you know, she talked about uh, wanting to win more tournaments, and that is the goal for any pro. Once you get a taste of it, and being in the top 10, top 5, she is a contender week in and week out with her game. Also on the doubles court, I think it's been fun to watch her game develop. She helped Coco Golf get to number one in the world in doubles. I mean, so many highlights, and I think for Jessie Pagula, if she can stay healthy and continue to build, she's got all the tools you know, to get even higher and maybe win one of those big mm. trophies and
2: singles Uh, results wise that's no doubt the next step that she's got to go but I think the biggest challenge for someone who's achieved the kind of year she's had is to be able to continue to stay process oriented and journey oriented and not get caught up in the results and think about oh wow you know what I have won my first 1000 now and I got to win that grand slam I think that's what can lead to a tougher next year because there's so much pressure behind it and you got to defend these points and it's very different than making points when you don't have to defend them but Having said that, just knowing Jesse's personality a little bit, she doesn't get too up. She doesn't get too down. She does seem very process-oriented, and I think if she's able to just sort of stay in that manner, th- there's no reason why she can't better the year she had.
0: Why, why not win a major, right? Yeah, uh, literally uh, Her Buffalo Bills just clinched the AFC East for the third straight year, so she may want to request a late start in Doha if she's in Arizona February 12th. For the Super Bowl. And if you
2: don't even think about doing ranch instead of blue cheese. That's, 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 a, that's, a <laughs> that's, right, that's right. That's right. That's uh, uh,
0: here are all the matches between the United States and the Czech Republic. Pagula and Petra Kvitova going at it 6 Eastern right here on Tennis Channel on Thursday night. Francis Tiafo in action tomorrow night as well. Time now to see what's trending on the social media landscape. And how about this? Big Ben Shelton. I mean, he skyrocketed into the top 100 last fall after winning the NCAA title in the spring for the University of Florida. Can you believe this, Chanda? He says his trip to Australia is the first time he's leaving the country.
1: I cannot believe it. It is shocking. I mean, most players at this stage would have traveled internationally for junior junior events or even a junior team competition. For this to be his first international flight, it's kind of sweet when you think about it. And he's had a big year, 2022. You expect some big things from him. So this is just the start of it. First international trip.
2: Check. Listen, I think he should milk it. I think he should, be, <laughs> he should be vlogging this whole thing. New experiences, seeing the kangaroos for the first time in Australia. All of that. It's going to be a beautiful year and he gets to literally experience everything with these fresh eyes. I think think it's going to be great for us to watch. First time leaving the country. Amazing stuff. Uh, Good luck to Ben Shelton down
0: in Australia. And this has been trending as well. How about NBA legend superstar Dwayne Wade playing some tennis, getting some feeds on the backhand side. Uh, There's been a lot of opinions, Chanda, on this backhand. What do you think? Well,
1: First of all, I just love seeing him out there playing. I cannot imagine this is his first tennis lesson because he is really good. The hand-eye coordination is awesome. Yeah. But I do think he could step into the court a little bit more. He's got to step in with that right leg step forward so he can get a little more push out into the court. But we're just nitpicking here a little bit because this is this is
2: pretty good stuff. The biggest positive that I'm taking away from it is how much he looks like he's enjoying it. When you've got a champion's mentality like that, if you pick up a hobby, a sport, anything, After you stop playing, you're looking for something to sink that competitive drive into. So I I cannot believe this is the first time you're stepping on the court and actually making good connection with the ball like this. I think improvement factor is going to be fast and quick. Absolutely. This guy's an athletic marvel, and he's
0: already getting tips from the best. Martina Navratilova tweeted this to Dwayne Wade. Great to see. Too much of an open stance, though, for no reason at all.
2: (laughs) No reason at all. Maybe he's trying to, you know, pull a Rafa, pull a Djokovic. And he saw that on TV, and he's trying to, you know, do it. But listen, uh, when the goat's hitting, you, gotta, you oh, got to Everybody's you gotta hitting
1: open stance now. So you can imagine he's been looking at that. But Martina, she is not wrong. And she said, no reason at all. <laughs> that was like a double emphasis. So, you know, he could get a couple of tips.
2: You, you, can, you can't argue with the goat. The goat, the goat says some tips. You, you better take it. Dwayne, if you're
0: at any event, let us know. Prakash is at all the Masters 1000s. You know, I'm at the Majors. You're always welcome on the I'm Tennis Channel desk. at your boy and girl. Uh, TC Live tomorrow, earlier, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Then we've got the U.S. and Czech Republic, day two, 6 o'clock Eastern. we got you covered not only on Tennis Channel, but TC+. Plus, T2, if you've got the Samsung TV encore coverage all day long. The players getting ready to take the court, team, USA. Alicia Parks in the house. Maddie Keys, big boo. And how about Taylor Fritz coming up top of the
1: hour? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ruben Armitraje
0: Weissman back on TC Live. There are the stars and stripes. Captain David Witt, head coach. Of course, Jesse Pagula's coach. There's Desi Kravchak. Dennis Kudla in the house. Alicia Parks on the roster. We've got Pagula Keys on the men's side. Fritz Tiafo. Hunter Reese also playing for Team USA. A reminder to make tennis.com your online information source throughout Tennis Channel's summer down under. Stay current. Live match scoring, stats, draws, rankings, plus all the latest player and tournament news. Visit tennis.com today. And- here are the featured matches going on starting at the top of the hour. The two Americans in action, Taylor Fritz and Madison Keys. Plus, Group E in Brisbane. We've got Beatrice Haddad taking on Martina Trevisan. And then, of course, Stefano Sitsipas, Gregor Dimitrov, Demon or Nori. That's a good one. And Benchich and Putin Seva there. Group B e in Brisbane as well. Let's break down some of these matchups. these tasty first matches of the new season in the same year. Uh, we start. With Trevisan and Haddad Maya, all lefty battle. Both these players are playing great. I mean, Haddad Maya won in three sets last year in Toronto. She's at a career high, Chanda. What do you expect to see? Yeah, I think Haddad Maya was one of the
1: biggest surprises of 2022. I mean, she just caught fire and seemed to maintain a level of confidence, a level of play, uh, especially on the grass going into the hard courts uh, towards the end of the year. Martina Trevisan, she's played some of her best tennis on the red clay. How much will that translate on this surface right at the kind of the start going into this new year? Um, I think that will be the question. But Haddad Maya, I think, will be just a little too solid with a few more weapons. Um, from her her tool bag as well.
0: All lefty matchup there. Uh, Stefano Tsitsipas, Grigor Dimitrov. Uh, at some point, they've both been ranked three in the world. Yep. Steph dominates 5-1 in the head-to-head. How important is this
2: season for Stefano Tsitsipas? Well, it's huge. You know, everyone talks about Alcaraz last season. Then, of course, Djokovic. Oh, gosh, if he had played those four events that he missed, would he have been ranked? But... Stefano's compiled 61 wins last year. I mean, he was thoroughly impressive all the way through. And look, for him, again, it's going to be about those big events. He's been close. At the French Open, I'm not quite sure in the terms of the Grand Slams. He's recovered from that. It's a big season for him. As far as this matchup, I really like him against Dimitrov. They play a similar game. Steph just seems to be a little bit better in each of the categories. They both very good all-around games, but a little better backhand, a little more juice on the Mm forehand, a little bit bigger serve. So you like him here, but uh, I I think another big season. Look for him in the clay court season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I won three matches against Dimitrov last year. Barcelona, Madrid. And Rome. So, Clay, he dominated. We'll see what happens later tonight in Australia. Alex Dimonor leading the Aussies. Nick Kyrgios pulled out last minute, was supposed to be the number one player. So, that spot goes to Alex Dimonor. That means he faces Cam Nori of Great Britain. Dimonor won in Barcelona quarterfinals last year in three sets. How does this match up?
1: I think it'll be interesting you know you think about Demonor. he is such a, a battler from the baseline and he finds a way to raise his level when he needs to on those bigger oca- occasions i think this team competition will favor him a bit cam nori he is an attacking can be an aggressive player but i think the speed the wheels the defense of demon i think that will give him a little bit of an advantage in this format
0: and he's got the home court advantage That's he's playing much. in australia it, it's so great to be back with both of you all come on let's do this again yeah let's do it tomorrow another TC <laughs> Live. We're starting a new year in the same year, but it's a new season on TC Live. And coming up next, Taylor Fritz. Gonna take on Yuri Lehechka of the Czech Republic. Made the next gen finals, final of that a month ago. But Big Taylor's in the top 10 right now. Chanda on the call with Jason Goodall. Thanks so much for watching TC Live. Enjoy the first ever United Cup after the break.